Today's daf is Nidorim daf Chof Aleph, and we are the Ezus Hashem in the beginning of a new parak, the third parak of Masechtes Nidorim. Three lines from the bottom of Daf Chof Amid Beis. Today's daf is being learned to Ilu Nishmas Chaim Elazar Ben Yibadol Chaim Reb Shimshon Aryeh Chaim Ben Yibadol Chaim Reb Yaakov Moshe and Ilu Nishmas Chana. So the third parak of Mesechtes Nadarim really is going to shift gears, very much, and it's going to talk about the concept of someone making a nether, yet not being bound by that nether. So if you ask the man on the street, how is it possible to make a nether, yet you're not going to be bound by all the halachas of the nether, he would say. There's a parish in the Torah, in Parshas Matos, that says that a woman that makes a nether, her husband or her father, have the ability to be made for her nether. Additionally, there's something called Shimuna Rabbi Mutalach, Mutalach, Mutalach. We all do it on Erev Rosh Hashanah. But any individual can do it, really, any day of the year. It's not a mitzvah, Sasei Mangarama. If a person makes a nether, you can go to either three Hedyotas or a Yochid Mumcha. And through the process of Hataras Nedarim, you can remove the nether as well. Our, mish, our Perik is really going to discuss a lot about this topic, but it's going to begin talking about four categories of nadarim which are dead on arrival. Meaning, these nadarim don't require hafara, they don't require hatara, but although they sound like a nether, and they have all the tchunos of a nether, but at the same time, they're not deemed to be nadarim. These next gemaras that we're going to learn are some of the more lumdisha. Gemaras and Mesachtis Nadarim, not hard, but Lomdisha Gemaras and Yeshiva. This is one of the Limudin. Either way, on that note, the third parak of Mesachtis Nadarim. Talk to Mishnah, Arba Nadarim Hitiru Chachamim. There are four categories of Nadarim that the Chachamim were matter, meaning it doesn't require Sheila, it doesn't require Hafara. The Chachamim themselves said that these Nidarim are not Nidarim. So what are the names of these four categories? Nidre Zruzen, Venidre Havai, Venidre Shkagos, Venidre Einsen. Now all four of these categories are going to be discussed at length during the next several dafin. We're going to go in order, we're going to begin with Nidre Zuzin, and then we're going to have a mission and a few dafin that's going to talk about Nidre Havai, and then Nidre Shkagas, and then Nidre Yitzin. So in terms of really understanding what these four categories are, we'll get to that in the course of the week. But just to touch the words, Nidre Zuzin means where a person makes a nether, but we assume that he didn't really mean the nether. The reason he said what he said is because he was trying to be Mizare somebody. The Mishnah will explain. Nidre Havai is where a person makes a nether, which, if taken literally, would impose koinomos on him. However, we assume that when he made the nether, he was just exaggerating. He was using guzmois. Nidre shkagos means there's an element of shoigeg in his nether. Nidre oinze means there's an element of oinus in his nether. Either way, these are the four categories of nadarim. So you have the arba'avos nazikin. These are the arba'avos nadarim. The four categories of nadarim. Shehetiru chacham. Zokta Mishnah in order. Nidre zruzin. What's an example of Nidre zruzin? There was a person that was selling a chayfetz. Obviously, on the other side of the negotiating table, there was a person that was buying a chayfetz. So... Two people are engaged in a Mecca Chamemkar. One person's the Meicher, the other person's the Lekeach, and they're fighting over price. For Omar, the Meicher said, Koinen, I make a neder, Sha'ani Poiches Lachom So the Ran changes the gears in the Mishnah from She'eni to Sha'ani, which is the Ran Lashitasi throughout Masachtis Nadarim. She'eni is talking Gavra, that would be Lashon Shfur. Sha'ani means Masha'ani, it means Chefza, which is Lashon Neder. We're discussing Nadarim, and as a result, says the Ran, the right Gersa has to be not Koinim She'eni, but rather Koinim Sha'ani. Either way, so a person made a Koinim. He said, Koinim Sha'ani Poiches Lachom So this needs a little bit of help. The Ran says, the man says as follows. I'm not budging. I'm not selling it for less than a seller. Not just that, but I'll tell you, I'm being moisamoida, that if I sell this item for less than a seller, I'm not going to have any enough from the money. So the koinim says the ran is on the money. He says, koinim, the gelt that you're going to give me if I end up taking less than a seller. But hello, man. He says, really? Well, guess what? Koinim she'eni moisif l'cha ala shekels. This is an old school way of... 
some gishmak negotiation. He says, I'm going to make a kainam on the chayfetz if I end up paying more than a shekel. Now, the Ran says, in order to understand this mission a little bit better, we have to convert the currency. So a seller converts into four dinarim, a shekel converts into two dinarim. So a seller was four dinarim, a shekel was two dinarim. In other words, the Moichah says, I'm not budging, I'm not selling for less than four dinarim. The Likech says, I'm not budging, I'm not going to buy it for more than two dinarim. So there's a two dinar window over here. It says the Mishnah, the nether's nachal, and the reason is because Shneim writes in Mishloisha dinarim. Because we assume that really they both want to get this transaction done at three nadarim. The Moichah said, I'm not going to budge less than four, because he felt if he says that, at least he'll get three, meaning not two or one. And the Likeach said, I'm not going to pay a penny more than two, because like this he knows, at the very least, he won't have to pay four. He'll get his three. So although the Moicher said that if I take less than four, there should be a koinim, and the Likeach said that if I pay more than two, there should be a koinim, and the Moicher got less than four, he got three. And the Likeach paid more than two, he got three. He paid three. So you would have thought that the nether should be chal, just based on the interpretation, word for word, of what it is he said, you would think the nether should be chal if this transaction goes down at three dinarim. However, we assume that that was his kavano all along, and as a result, we don't take him literally. This is what's known as Nidre's Ruzen. He made a koinim, but at the same time, he made the koinim to be mezaris. The moichas be mezaris, the lekeach, the lekeach be mezaris, the moichah. Each one of their nedarim, respectively, are Nidre's Ruzen. And it's for that reason, this neder is not going to be chal. So the Gemara is going to begin with a little bit of a discussion as to what Pashib Shana this Mishnah is. We explain the Mishnah albeit quickly, based on the second Pshara in the Gemara. But the Gemara is going to begin now with uh, Havamina, that maybe Pshara in the Mishnah is a little bit different. You told us in the name of Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya, not to be confused with Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. Rabbi Yehuda Nasi was the Tana, Rabbi, the author of the Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya was a... A descendant of Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, he lived in the times of Damayran. His name was also Yehuda, hence Rabbi Yehuda. He was also a Nasi. That's why he was called Nasiya. But Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi is the Tana Rabbi. Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya lived in the times of the Amairam. But either way, so Rabbi Abba Barmama told Rabbi Ami, you said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya, Man Tana, who is the Tana of our of this Mishnah, specifically the Mishnah that explained Nidre's Ruzin the way it did? You said Rabbi Yehuda, it's Rabbi Yehuda, the Amma Mishum Rab Tarfin, who said the name Rab Tarfin, and we've seen this Rabbi Yehuda Mishum Rab Tarfin already a few times in Masechtes Nadarim, Ein Echel Mehem Nazir, that neither one of the two men are Nazirim, Lefishle Nitman Naziris, Elulahafla, because the only time a person can be Makabal Naziris is if when he says Ireni Nazir, we know for sure, Haflaz Miloshan Clarkite, we know for sure that this person is going to be a Nazir. Now, what's the background? We just spoke about this the other day. There were two people that were walking together and somebody was coming towards them. Incidentally, if you look in the Rishonim, there's two Nuschais, how the Rishonim bring it. Some Rishonim bring it one way, others bring it the other way. We'll pick one Nusach. So there's two people that are strolling together in the street, there's somebody coming towards them. Them, and these two chevra get into a conversation about that person who's coming towards them. Is he a nazar or is he not a nazar? One person says he's a nazar, the other person says he's not a nazar. He says, really? I'm so confident he's a nazar? If I find that he's not a nazar, I'll become a nazar. The other person says, I'm so confident that he's not a nazar. If I find that he is a nazar, I'll become a nazar. Now, one of them you'd think is a nazar, because this person is either a nazar or he's not a nazar. There's no third choice. Stating that, Rep. Yehuda said, that I was Makabu from Rabtarfin. The Rabtarfin said, Ain Echad Mehem Nazir. They're both not Nazirim. And the reason is, Lafishlainit and Nazir is Because at the time that each person said his Arani Nazir, we didn't know whether or not they were going to be Nazirim. We had to get some information, find out who this person walking towards them is, before we can now determine whether they're going to be Nazirim. And in order for someone to be a Nazir, it has to be clear at the time that he says Ireni Nazir that he is being Makabal Naziris, and being that in this instance it was not clear, so therefore the halach is they're both not Nazirim. In other words, Rav Tarifin holds that you can't be Makabal Naziris ala tonight. You can't say, I'll be a Nazir in the event of. The reason is because at the time that you say the words Ireni Nazir, Ishkiyafli. It has to be 100% clear that you were just being Makabal Naziris. So it says the Gemara that Rabbi Yehuda Nasiya said, you want to know who the time of the Mishnah that said 
Nidre's Ruzen is Nitkai Neder, Hitiru Chachomim. It's Rab Tarfin. It's Rab Yehuda who said the halach in the name of Tarfin. And that is, if somebody makes a nether alatnai, the nether is not a chal. And it's for that reason that the nidreis ruzin is nitkai nether. Because what happened? The moicher said, koinim sha'ani poichas l'chom asala. He didn't say, koinim your money. He said, koinim your money if I get less than the number I'm looking for. So he did the same thing. He said, koinim dechefetz. But he didn't say it in absolute terms. He didn't say, koinim dechefetz. He said, koinim dechefetz. If, if, in the event that I'm going to pay more than I want to pay. In other words, you made a nedra ala tonight. Oh, you made a nedra ala tonight. That's why he did Rukhachavim. Because according to Reb Tarifin, a nazirus ala tonight is nishkain tonight. And if a nazirus ala tonight is nishkain tonight, so to a nedra ala tonight is not going to be a tonight either. But the Gemara says, Rava Amar Rava said, no, Afilu The Mishnah is not. Reb Tarifin, what is Pshan in the Mishnah? Pshan in the Mishnah is the way we explained it. Meaning, Mi Katani Shneim Ratsu. Does the Mishnah say Shneim Ratsu? Shneim Roitzen Katani. What the Mishnah says is Shneim Roitzen. In other words, said Rava, you see from the Lashon of the Mishnah, Shneim Roitzen Bishloisha Dinarim, that the reason the Neder is not Chal in the Mishnah is not because he made a Tanai, but it's because we're psychoanalyzing what the person was thinking at the time that he made the nether. We're assuming that when he said, he didn't mean that. But rather what he meant was is, I'm hoping to sell it for three dinar. And if I do, I'm more than glad to have enough from the money that I'm going to get. And when the Lekeach said, he really didn't mean that. He was very happy to pay three dinar. He just doesn't want to pay more than three dinar. And for sure in his mind, if he's going to pay three dinar, he's going to have enough from it. So the Lashen of Shneim, Reutz, and Katani sounds like that the issue with the Koinim is not the Tanai. But it's more what he was thinking at the time that he made the Nadar and was psychoanalyzing that he never meant what he said. In other words, Pshana the Mishnah is not, oh, because he made a time. No, it could be loyal if somebody makes a Nadar ala Tanai. It would be a Nadar. Nothing to do with Raptar Fanshita. If that's the case, in our Mishnah, why is the Neder Nachal? Because Shneim writes in Mishnah because we assume that even though he said what he said, but he never really meant what he said. Now, if you look at Rava's Lashen, Rava's Lashen was that Miktani Shneim Ratsu. Did the Mishnah say Shneim Ratsu? It's not what the Mishnah said. Shneim writes in Katani. What the Mishnah said was Shneim writes, meaning Rava's acknowledging that had the Mishnah said Shneim Ratsu, then I could have understood a little bit better Rabbi Hudanasi's Pshat. Because Shneim Ratsu would mean that each person made another. And. The nether was, I'm not going to sell for less than four. The nether was, I'm not going to pay more than two. And then they ended up settling on three. Oh, they ended up settling on three. You would think then that the nether should be chal. Zok the Mishnah. No. Shneim ratzu b'shloisha dinarim. Even if they both wanted three dinarim, still the nether is not going to be chal. If that's the way you would read the Mishnah, then it would make sense that Pshan of the Mishnah is that even though you would think that the nether should be chal because the tenai was triggered to make the nether chal, and for Pekin it's not chal. Why? Maybe because of Rav Tarif and Shita. But Rav said that's not what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah didn't say Shnei Ratsu as if it just so happens that in the future, that's the way it played out. Shneim writes him all along, that's what they were thinking. So it sounds like the doglish, the punchline of the mission is that at the time that they made the nether, they never really meant what they said. Nothing to do with the tonight per se. It's because they didn't mean what they said. And if that's the case, Pshana the Mishnah has to be the way we explained it. And that is, it's Nidre's Ruzin. We assume that even though they made this nether, but at the same time, the whole purpose of the nether was to be Mazaris, to try to get to this number three dinarim, that's the Lashon of the Mishnah, and that's why Nidre's Ruzin is going to be Mutter. So just to speak out two runs. One run is that a person made a nether. He said, or, we teach that what he wants is Shloisha Dinarim. And being that we teach that what he wants is Shloisha Dinarim, so it's for that reason, if they end up doing this transaction at Shloisha Dinarim, both of these Nadarim and Achal, even though based on the words of the nether, there should be a nether. Right? Just to be clear again, if I sell it for less than four Dinarim, coin him the money. He sold it for less than four Dinarim, no coin him on the money. Why? Because we assume all along, even though he said if I sell less than four Dinarim, he didn't mean that. He meant maybe less than three Dinarim, but for sure he wants this transaction to happen at three Dinarim. Frank Duran, isn't this Dvarim Shabalev? If you say something, you have to mean it. 
And you can stand on your head and you can tell me you didn't really mean it. So this is one of the big sugis in Shas Tvarim Shebelev. But that's really Tershavah Peh 101, that there's a concept that I don't care what you're thinking. If you said, you just made a net there of What's this business of We interpret that even though you said one thing, but you meant something else, and as a result, the net is really not going to be hal. You would think that And the Ran says, and this is a very important Ran, just to lay out the sugi and a lot about what we're going to learn, and that is that although it's true, we're interpreting what you meant not to be what you said, but it's still not Dvarim Shabalev. And the reason is, because the rule of Dvarim Shabalev has a major carve-out, and that is, whenever there's an umdana de Muchach, whenever it's 100% evident that you didn't mean what you said, over there there's no halacha Dvarim Shabalev. So Dvarim Shabalev is when you say one thing, and then you tell us, I meant something else. Whatever. Dvarim Shabalev ain't in Dvarim. And by the way, it's not that we don't believe you, we believe you, but you didn't say it. So if you didn't say it, it's, it's irrelevant. If you would make a tonight, that'd be something else. But again, anything that you claim to have said, you said in your heart. And words that are spoken by the heart, in Advarim, in transactions, it doesn't work. In tefillah, it's gavaldig, it's avoid the But when it comes to mekechem emker, when it comes to kainomis and all these halachas, Dvarim shabalev, enam dvarim. But the exception to that is umdana demuchach, where it's so clear, where the circumstances are so moichiach, that you were thinking that, that's a big chedish. Over there, you don't say Dvarim Shabalev. So says the Ran, the Yisoyed of Nidre's ruzin is that there's an umdene de Muchach, that even though you said, and it's for that reason, it's not going to be a problem. Another Ran that's just worth mentioning quickly, and that is the Gemara, the Havamina, to Shtoltzur, Tarfin's halacha, of Loinitna Naziris, Elalafla, to our Mishnah. True, this our Mishnah's is a halacha not in Hilchas Naziris, it's halacha in Hilchas Nadarim. So, Lachura, what does Raptarfin's halacha have to do with Nadarim? That's halacha in Naziris. Make a taste in Nadarim. So the Ran says, it's the first Ran in the Gemara. The halacha of Afla is true for Nadarim as well. The Iskish Naziris. Because Nadarim is Iskish Naziris. So this is another situation where the Ran picked Hekish. Right? We spoke out on that Yotchesam and Beis and the Sugi of Stam Nadarim, Lahachmer, Sophic Naziris, Lahachmer, with the Gemara Astastira. How could Stam Nadarim be Lahachmer? And how could Sophic Naziris be Lahakil. And the Ran said, What is Nadarim have to do with Naziris? So the Ran's Lashon was, The Naziris al Yudei Nederu. Because every Naziris is really a Nader. Isha Isha Kiyafli, Lindar Nader, Nazal Hazal Hashem. Naziris is at its core, at its root. What is it? It's a, it's a nether. So we said that this connection that you find between the Dharma and Naziris, sometimes you find Hakish, the Bryce and Daf Gimel. Sometimes you find Mamut Sinu, the Gemara and Daf Dalar Amit Beis. And then sometimes, like Duran said on, on Daf Yutches Amit Beis, that every Naziris is a nether. And you have to know when to pick Hekish, when to pick Mamatsinu, and when to pick, it's just one and the same, when you're trying to compare Nadarim to Naziris. Here the Ran says that if Reptarifin said, Allah of Lenit and Naziris, Allah flow by Naziris, then I'm going to invoke the Hekish on Dav Gimel, that extensive b'risa, and that's why you can have the Allah of flow when it comes to Nadarim as well. But that's the Ran's Aura. L'chur, Lenit and Naziris, Allah Allah flow. What's up to our Mishnah? Our Mishnah is talking about Nidah. But what's the bottom line? The bottom line is the first of the four Nadarim Shatiru Chachamim is in Dreis Ruzin. Which is a chiddush because a person seemed to have made a nether, yet at the same time he he's not going to be bound by the nether. The reason is because there's an umdin of the muchach he didn't really mean what he said. Why did he say what he said? He was trying to be mezaris somebody. He was all in the spirit of a negotiation. told What would be if the moicher and the again they're sitting at the negotiating table and they're fighting over price and the moicher says I'm not budging from a number and the number that he threw out was more than a seller. So not four dinarim. He said I'm not going to budge from five dinarim, six dinarim. and also said he's not budging, but his number was less than the shekel. That was mentioned in the Mishnah. It was less than two dinarim. It was Batsami Shakal. It was a little bit less. Nidra Havi, Ezruzan Hava. In that case, do we say also it's Nidra Ezruzan? Or maybe in this case, the nether is going to be a nether. So what's the difference? If the Moichah says, I'm not budging from four, and the Lekech says, I'm not budging from two, we assume Shneim writes from Shlesha Dinarim, it's Nidra Ezruzan. But the question now is, what if he says more than four? Or the Lekech says less than two? 
Maybe there it's going to be different. So the Ran has two Pshatim. Why over there would be different? We'll learn the Gemara with the first Pshat in the Ran. Even though the Rush learns like the second Pshat in the Ran. We'll go with the first Pshat in the Ran. And that is, the Ikkala Meimah, Zok the Ran, Kivan Benachas Kulei Haileh Duyuka, Bedafka Nidroi, Veloy Lazarus. Could be the only time you say, Nidre's Ruzin is when the number feels like a negotiation type of number. Meaning, if you're trying to get to three, so it makes sense, you would say four, and the other person would say two, and like this, you'll end up meeting halfway, like good negotiators do, and you're going to end up settling on three. But you're coming now with like a very specific number. I'm not going to sell it for less than 6.3 denarim. Sounds like there's a magic to that number. You can't budge from that number because of some cheshben that you have. So now, already it doesn't sound so much like Zeruzan. It sounds like you want that number. So the question is, in every negotiation, when there's a koinim, do we assume Nidre Zeruzan? Or do we have to start looking at what exactly you said? We have to microanalyze the number that you threw out there because it could be if the number is like an odd number, or it's not the typical number somebody would use in this negotiating setting. So if I get that, it's mashman, that it's not in the Dresden. That's the, the, the premise and the spirit of Ravina's question. So the Gemara said, Amalei Rav Ashi told Ravina, Tony, now bring you a ride from a Mishnah, at the very end of the Masechta. And the Mishnah over there is also talking about a nether that's not a nether, little Nidre's Ruzendig. We'll see more about this in the coming days. These people were negotiating, but not over a transaction, but over a Suda. So Ruvain is inviting his friend to come meet a Suda by him. And he didn't want to. No, he was Messiah of the Chavera. No, I'm not coming to eat by you. I'm alive. And finally he said, listen, I can't deal with this. You keep on driving me crazy. Every Shabbos you want me to come. I don't want to come. And this is the way we're going to end it. Once and for all. He said, Either I'm making a Koinim. I'm not walking into your house. He makes a, a Koinim. He says, I'm not going to even taste you. You give me a cup of water, I'll be over the yach, I'm going to get malchus. It's not negay. I can't walk into your house. So you know what that is? Even though he just made a nether, but mutali konis lebeis, he's allowed to enter his house, he's allowed to drink. Why? Because we assume that when he made a nether, really the nether wasn't that he's not going to walk into his house or he's not going to taste any food. But rather, the nether was, he wasn't going to eat a suda. So this is interesting. The nether is chal, but it's chal for achil It's not chal for what he said. Meaning, you would think if the nether is not chal for what he said, it shouldn't be chal at all. That's not the halach. The halach is, we assume the nether is a nether. Meaning, you can't sit down and take a Shabbos suda with lachem mishnah and all. That you wouldn't be able to do. But to enter his house, you could. And to drink a tip of and you could. Ah, you made a nether that you're not going to do that. The reason is, because we assume that that's not really what he meant. What he meant was that... I'm not going to eat a suda. That's the goal he was trying to accomplish. He doesn't really mind walking into this person's house. He just want to eat a meal with him. Whatever. But the point is, is that we assume for sure that that's what his kavan is. And as a result, the nether is not how the way he said it, but the nether is going to be how. What's the Gemara's kash of Amai? If you're going to tell me a svarah, then when it comes to Nidre's Ruzin, if you get very, very specific in your language, we assume that you meant it bedafka, and you didn't just mean it lazares. So why don't we say the same thing here? If this person merely wants to make a nether, he's not going to walk into this person's house, and that's what he should say. I'm not even going to have a sip of water. Whoa, that's very specific. So it sounds like that's what you don't want. And still we say that it's a nidre's ruzin. We assume that no, the nether's not chal. And we assume that he's only saying this because of dramatic effect. But ultimately, he's more than happy to have a tipa soy. He just doesn't want to eat a suda with him. Even though he was very medactic in his lotion. So said Ravashi, this is a raya, Ravina, to Yochakira. What was Ravina Shailah? If somebody's negotiating and he says something very specific, I'm not going to budge less than five, six, seven, seven and a half, eight and three quarters, right? You start talking in those terms, oh, now already maybe it sounds like it's a nether, because why would you be medactic so much? If you're being medactic, then we have to take the nether at face value, and we can't start interpreting, interpreting that that's not really what you meant. You see from this situation, that even though he was very medactic in what he said, he said, he said I'm not even going to walk into your house, still we assume that he didn't mean it literally. So what do you see from Mishtayin Neshachi? You see, because people talk that way. No, how can I Mishtayin Neshachi? Ravashi told Ravina, I think that's the right to you. Shiloh Amalei, Ravina told Ravashi, I don't know if it's a two why Gabi as it relates to that person, this yid understood that the person that was inviting him, even though it sounds like he's making him a little meshigah, but really he's a tzaddik, right? He's told Kedoshim, he wants to be Mekayim the Mitzvah Nasazarachim, he wants to be Mahana another yid. So this person's a tzaddik, and tzaddikim ma'at, 
They do, they say a little, like the Mishnah Novus, this is the way Tzadikim are. So he felt that if he is going to allow this person to give him a little bit of Tzainan, he's just going to walk through his front door, the next thing he knows he's going to be sitting in his dining room and he's going to be eating a Suda. So therefore, he had no choice but to say Tipa Tzainan. And it's not because he cares about the Tipa Tzainan, but he felt that he had to be medactic in his Lashen because if he wouldn't have said Tipa Soinen and he would have a Tipa Soinen, he would end up eating a Suda. It's a little bit tricky. Meaning, he said Tipa Soinen Bedafka, but not because he really wants the Neda to be Chal on Tipa Soinen. Really, he wants the Neda to be Chal on Achille Vishtia Maruba. But he had to say Tipa Soinen to prevent him from eating Achille Vishtia because. Otherwise, the Tipa Soinen is going to lead to Achil Vashtiyah. So again, he had to say Tipa Soinen to prevent Achil Vashtiyah, but the Koinen is really not on Tipa Soinen because he doesn't care about the Tipa Soinen Be'etzem. So he's not making a Koinen on that. The Koinen is really going to be in Achil Vashtiyah Merubah. Abahach, over here, Sveiko, over here, you don't have it. So there's no reason, if all the person is trying to get to is three dinarim, so why would you say Koinen, I'm not going to sell it for less than five, less than six? Why are you using such an odd number? Therefore, there is a suffix. This mock him to clear. Dilma pachs misal of yotzah shekel kamer. Zuzan havi. Maybe it's nidre zuzan. I dilma davka kamer. Or maybe no. He meant what he said. Vinidre havi, and it's a neder. And what is the halacha tibai, which in mesechtes and darim means take moving along. Zoktigmar. I'm Rav Yudah Maravasi. Rav Yudah said in the name of Ravasi. Arbon adarim halalu tzrichim sheilu chacham. The four adarim that the Mishnah said. Nidre chacham and nidre zuzan, nidre havi, nidre shkalkes, nidre yotzin. So all four of these nedarim they require sheilu for a chacham. So we. The Mishnah didn't sound that way. In the Haktama to the Mishnah, we didn't say this. We said, no, that these Nadarim are dead on arrival. But if you send the Ravas, you know, these Nadarim require Shemul. When I said over to Shemul, Omar, he said, Tana, Tony, Arba, Nadarim, Yitir, Chom. The Tana of the Mishnah said that the Chachamu were not these Nadarim. I mean, these Nadarim are not Nadarim. That Amr, Tzrich, and Shail, Chacham. And you say, require Shail, Chacham. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yosef, Masil, Hashemite, Bahilish. Rabbi Yosef had a whole different version of this exchange. He said, Omar, if you don't Ravasi, if you send the name of Ravasi, Ain Chacham Rashoil. They're a whole different halacha. A chacham is not allowed to be matah nether. So any person that makes a nether is going to a chacham now to be matah this nether. So the chacham cannot be matah the nether Ella, unless it's unless it's like the four nedarim of the Mishnah. The only time a chacham can be matah nether if it's and the reason Rav Yehuda said this in the name of Ravasi is because Ravasi held in poischem becharata you cannot be matah a nether simply Via Charata. So this line of Gemara is really the introduction to the sugya of She'ila and the sugya of Hetachachon, which is so fundamental to understanding Besechtes Nadarim. It's also this sugya and some of the ensuing sugyas. That's the reason that the Ga'inim already stopped learning Besechtes Nadarim because they didn't like this whole Indian that everybody should know Shlo Yenagu Kalas Reish Benadarim about this parish of Atar and But the bottom line is, this is the Pesach, this is the introduction to the sugya of Hataras Nedarim, and it's introduced with Ravasi's Allah. In Chachem Rashoi Lahater, Elokein Arba Nedarim Alalu. The only time a Chacham is allowed to be Matan Neder is if it's going to be Kein the Four Nedarim of our Mishnah, and the reason is because he holds Ein Poischem Becharata. So really, this requires a introduction and a raid bite, and really a, an Arichus, really to start with the beginning, the Mishnah Chagiga Dafyod, what the Makar is, Tataras Chachamim, and the lumbus of how this all works, but that we're going to say for another day. But what we need to know, just to learn the next 10 lines of Gemara, is that there are two vehicles that the Chacham has at his disposal to be matter neder. So if somebody comes to a Chacham, he says, yeah, I made a neder, I'm not going to have enough from Basar, I can't deal with this, I got to get rid of this neder. There's two things that the Chacham could do. One is, he can find a Pesach, and through the Pesach, he could be matter than neder, or even without finding a Pesach, if the neider has proper charata, that too would be a means that the chacham can use to be matter than neder. So what's Pesach and what's charata? Pesach means that the chacham is able to establish, using his chachma, his wisdom, that there was some element of toys in the nether. So we're, we're familiar with the concept of mekach toys. If somebody buys something, but he bought something thinking that what he was buying was one thing, it turns out he bought something else. If somebody sells something, if someone's mekadosh anisha, any transaction in the world, if you do something that ordinarily would be get a chalois, but you did it 
bitaus. So the halach is that whatever you try doing is nachal. That's the basic concept of, of mekach tois. One mahalach to be matter and other is, is to determine and really to unlock, to reveal an element of tois in this nether. To go back to the time and the place that this person made the nether and maybe find a piece of information that this person didn't know when he made the nether? Ask him now. Had you had that piece of information, would you have made the nether? If the answer is no, so then we can establish a toys. Oh, so it comes out it was a nether of toys. Because you didn't know this. Had you known that, you would have never done it. And we're willing to literally do derishas v'chakiras to see if we can come and expose some element of toys over here. And if we can, that's going to be the way you're going to be mounted nether. Now, it sounds a little bit, if the way Pesach works is by establishing toys, what do you need the chacham for? I can't, you need him for his chachma. But... What do you need? Mutalach, mutalach, mutalach. All he's really doing is being Megala that this whole nether was made by toys. So that's where some of the lumbus of Sheila comes in, which again, like we said, is not for now. But the bottom line, that's what a Pesach is. A Pesach, for our purposes, just means toys. So we're going to find some element of toys in the nether, and if we can establish some element of toys, that's the way this nether now is going to be betalim and vutalin, and that's the way this nether is going to go away. The other mahalach is charata. Charata is where the person comes and he says, I just have charata. I posh it. I'm, I'm, I have charata. I feel bad I ever did this. This is a mess. I can't deal with it. I have charata. Now the Ran speaks out something very obvious. Every single person that comes to a chacham to be matanada has charata. So by definition you have charata. If you don't have charata, why are you coming? Yeah, but there's a difference between having charata today versus having charata de meikara. Of course the person has karate now. He wishes he would have never done it. But for the last 10 years, he was walking around like a parish, chassish flesh. Every time he came to a chassanah, somebody said, would you like a piece of meat? No, I'm going to take the, the vegan special because I don't need any meat. Ah, you, you live, you milk this very, very well. So you have karate made kara. Right now you have karate because all of a sudden it didn't work. That's not karate. Karate has to be that there's a karate made kara that I never really wanted it. So here's the question. If you never really wanted it, why did you do it and, and why did you not show up for 10 years so the Ran bavorns this and the Ran says that you have to say that the way we establish real charot is that the person says that when I made this neder I wasn't thinking clearly what does that mean I was because I was very very angry I thought this was for me my ticket to precious which is going to bring me to see this which would one day bring me to Ruach HaKodesh you come and you establish you establish that when I did it I wasn't thinking properly the classic examples cast so that there's no Pesach there's no Tos I had all the information I had to have I was just in a bad place and that's why I did this and had I not been in a bad place, I'm telling you, I wouldn't have done it. That's the way you would establish Karatamikar. So again, this is subtle and this requires a lot more Eon, and this is something that we're just starting now. But the bottom line is, when it comes to being Matanad, everybody holds it can be Matanad. That's bullshit. The question is how to be Matanad. Everybody holds you can be Matanad with a Pesach. The question then becomes. What about charata? Says the Gemara. Now we can understand this. Omra vidim ravasi ain chacham rashoy lahater. A chacham can't be matanader. Elokein arba nedar malalo. Unless it's going to be kein arba nedar malalo. The way it's going to be matered is it's going to be like the arba nedar of the Mishnah. What does that mean? That means that when the chacham sits down with this yid who's coming to be matanader, he's going to establish either that the neder that he made was an idrei zruzin. Or it was an Idre Avoy, or it was an Idre Shkagas, or it was an Idre Oitz. Meaning he's going to establish some element of Taos or some flaw in the original Nadar. If you can do that, then you can be Mata Nadar. But if the person simply has Charata, even if the Charata that he has is Charata the Meikara, that in and of itself is not going to be enough. And that's the Kosovar in Poisrim Charata. You see from Ravasi, if he said the only time a could be Mata Nadar is if he could establish that the Nadar Bechemtza was a faulty Nadar, not. It was one of the Arbanadar, but it was Ka'in Arbanadarim, it's Me'inyan, in the Inyan of the Arbanadar Malalo. It's only in that case that he'll be able to be matted in it. There's Dr. Gemara on that note. Somebody came to Ravuna. Amalei told him, Libcha Allah, tell me, when you made the Nether, were you with the Alamin? Libcha Allah, your heart was with you? You were Bakas? Or your heart was. 
was somewhere else. Amalei Lai says, no, my heart was not with me, Visharya, and he was Matred. What does Rafun obviously hold? Because he didn't find a Pesach. He wasn't Matri Kena Barnadar Malalu. All he asked him was, Were you Bakas? Were you not Bakas? So obviously, if he was Matri, so you see from here that he must hold Paischem Becharata. Who does the Kamid Rabbi Baravun? There was someone who came to Rabbi Baravun. Amalei told him, Had there been 10 people at that time trying to be Mephias here? Mino Darta? Would you have made the nether? I mean, if there were 10 people, mom, there's a whole million of men that are sitting, calm down, relax, chill out, right? Trying to walk them off the ledge. There were 10 people over there. And he said, would you have made this nether? He says, no, I, I wouldn't have made the nether. And he went ahead and he was after him. So the Ran speaks out over here. It's a very lumda Sharan here. But we'll just speak it out. Very bekitzer. And that is, says the Ran, Rabbi Barafuna sounds like his father Rafuna. They both hold. Right? Let's just go through the Gemara again. Amr Vidam Ravasi, Ein Chachem Rashi, Lahat El Kena Barnadar Malol. Because of Ein Paiskim Becharata. That's easy. It has to be Kena Barnadar Malol. You have to find a flaw in the original. Ned. Charata not. Who does the Kamid Rafuna? He didn't try to find the Pesach. What did he tell him? Bibchalach. Were you thinking clearly or were you a Bekas? Meaning he was establishing Charata de Meikara. Yeah, it was Charata de Meikara. Then someone came to Rabbi Rafuna. He didn't say Libchalach, but he said something similar. He said, if there would have been 10 people trying to talk you out of this, would you have been talked out of it? He said, yes, 100%. The Tira, he was matter. Sounds like he holds also Paischem Becharata, right? But the Rand says that if he holds Paischem Becharata, so why do you have to tell him if there would have been 10 people trying to talk you out of it? Just say, Pashid, were you Bekas? Sounds like he was. Were you Bekas? Yes. So he would have been matter. That's what Rafuna asked him a very simple question. Were you Bekas, Libchalach? If the answer is no, you're good to go. Rabbi Barafuna said, if there would have been 10 people standing and talking to you and telling you whatever they had to tell you, would you have made the nether? Why didn't he just simply say, Libchalach? So the Ran says, Vali Nira, I hold that Rafuna and Rabbi Barafuna are not saying the same thing. Rafuna holds that a Chacham can be matter in a nether with a Pasha Techarot the Meikara. Libchalach, no, you're good to go. Rabbi Barafuna said, that in of itself is not enough. We have to be able to establish that although you were Bekas, but there would have been a way for you to get out of the cast at the time that you made the nether. I mean, according to Rafuna, as long as you were Bekas at the time that you made the nether, that's Charata. Let's say it was a matzah where Bishas Maisa, there was no way to get me out. You could have a professional team of people that know how to be Matthias people. It doesn't matter. This guy was not going to budge. Who cares? At the end of the day, he made a Bekas. If he made a Bekas, so it's not going to be a nether. That's Charata the Meikara. And Lamais, it's a fakad. You were so Bekas. Rabbi Rafuna holds that although it's true, there's something called Charata de Meikara, and if we can establish that you made the nether because that in of itself would be a way to get out of the nether, but at the same time, and you need to know that Peshas, you made the nether, there would have been a way for someone to be Mephias you and to get you out of the nether. So says the Ran, really what we have is three shitas. We have Rav Asi shita. That you have to have a real Pesach. You have to establish Then we have the sheet of Ravuna that holds as long as it's Charata the Meikara. And then we have Rabbi Baravuna who's somewhere in between. He holds that yes, Charata. No, you don't need a Pesach. But at the same time, there has to be some element Bishas, you made the nether, where we can determine it's possible you wouldn't have made the nether, Bishas Mice. Going to Rav Asi, the whole heter works based on, oh, had I known, I would have never made the nether. Paisach Mecharata doesn't need that. Paisach Mecharata could be, no, I would have made the nether. I'm just telling you I did it because. Rabbi Ravuna holds somewhere between. I don't need to establish a toys. Right, Duran says, what would be the equivalent of toys with the 10 people trying to be Mephiasu? The equivalent of toys would have been there were 10 people that wanted to be Mephiasu. Do you know that? There were 10 people they were trying to find you. They didn't know where you were. You were hiding a chvez. They, they, were, they were looking for you. That would be toys. We don't have that. Rabbi Ravuna doesn't require that. But at the same time, he does require that Ilufinu, there would have been 10 people looking for him and they would have found him and they would have been Mephias and he would have been despised. That much at the very least you would have to have. So it says Duran, it comes out to three sheeters. In fact, Duran says, I found Gersois that say on Rabbi Barafuna that Kosovar he holds Poischem Becharata. I also found Gersois, the Rabbi Rafuna, that said Kosovar in Poischem Becharata. And he said they're really both true. Because at the end of the day, this doesn't work with Pesach. It's working with a charata de meikara. But it's also in because it's not the simple case of charata. It's like a more supercharged charata. Bottom line is, Mark continues. If somebody comes to me, we ask him, tell me, this heart 
Is the heart you had at the time, or you had a different heart? You were bekas. Imam Alaviv he says no. Matir nois we be matir. Shom Rabbi Yosi, Imam Shom Aviv. Oimrim loy lo adam ilu hayu asar bnei adam sheifaisuch abayisu shom mina darita. He said what Rabbi Ravuna said. If there would have been ten people trying to be faisu at the time, would you have made the nedim? Imam Alaviv he says not. Matir nois we're going to be matir. Just a drop more gemara. Get to the bottom of the yomid. Simin asi the laws of yoichin v'yan. So really, the gemara here is going to start now telling a whole bunch of stories. Take us through the next two dafim as it relates to cases of Pesach and Charata. A lot of Agadita. Again, so much Agadita in the Dorim. It's every time you start rolling up your sleeves and getting into the Lumbus, you have stories and Agadita. So that's what's coming now in the next two daffins. Somebody came to Ravasi. He told him, Tell me, when you made the nether, were you bekas? Meaning, the way the Ran teaches the words, what, is, what do these words mean? Because at the time that you made the nether, there was something off. He says, what? Bit me away? You think not? Shai, he says, oh, okay, fine. I mean, they're talking to each other in riddles, but the bottom line is, he says, oh, you have karate to make kara. You're good. Somebody came to Rabbi Allah. Bos nedar. He says, do you want this nedar? If they wouldn't have made me angry at that, I was just so mad, I was in a rage. But had I not been in a rage, I would have never done it. Amalei, take it, boys. Okay, so if really you don't want the nedar, and you taka, have karate to make kara, so obviously you never meant to make the nedar, and if you never meant to make the nedar, you're good to go. This nether is not something that you have to worry about. So just to end today's daf with two short, leicht horrors. The first star is, is really going back to yesterday's daf, but just a prat in yesterday's daf. And that is, the Gemara had brought the memra that Rabbi Yochanan ben Dahavoy said, Dalit varim, malachi asharis. There were four things that I heard from the malachi asharis, and they were only geya, in Yonim, related to children being born. Chigrin mipnei mahavyon, ilmin mipnei mahavyon, charoshin mipnei mahavyon, and sumin mipnei mahavyon. And the Gemara said that even though Rabbi Yechem and Davoy said what he said, and he said it in the name of Malachi Asharis, but the Chachamim argued with Rabbi Yechem and Davoy, and they said, Ein halacha ki Yechem ben Davoy. So the Gemara said, Amr Ameymar, Ameymar commented, and he said, Man Malachi Asharis Rabbanah. Who were these Malachi Asharis that Rabbi Yechman Davoy was quoting when he explained these inyonim related to Tzuras Avlat? He said in the name Malachi Asharis, which usually means, literally, Malachi Asharis. But he said it can't be. It must be those Malachi Asharis were really the Rabbanah. Because the Eteim of Malachi Asharis Mamish. Because if you're going to tell me that Rabbi Yechim and Davai was talking literally about Malachi Asharis, how could Rabbi Yechim have said that Talach is not like Yechim and Davai? They understand Surah Savlad better than anybody else. So if the Malachi Asharis who have inside information, we spoke at the Toysfus and Shabbos few days on the base last week, the Malachi Asharis understand the Machshavis of a person. Lashon Aram is the only thing they don't understand, according to some Rishayim. But they understand everything. So for sure, they are more in tune to Tzuras Avlad. So if that's the case, why would the halacha not be like them? Oh, must be. The Malachi Asharis doesn't mean Malachi Asharis. Ma'am, it means Rabbana. Freight the Gemara. If it means Rabbana, I might call the Malachi Asharis. So why would Yechim and Davoy have said, Dalit Varum Sochuli Malachi Asharis, if he didn't really mean the Malachi Asharis? Really, what he meant was the Rabbana. So the Gemara says, the Mitzayni ke Malachi Asharis. Because Rabbanim are in a way like Malachi Asharis. How so? They're mitzayni kamalachi asharis. The Ran says, shehin mitzuyonim v'nevdolim mishar bnei yodam kamalachi asharis. They're mitzuyonim. They're distinguished. And they're separated from the rest of mankind just like malachi asharis are distinguished and they're separated from the rest of mankind as well. Incidentally, the Ran says, where do you find this word mitzuyonim? To mean different, like you find in the Agada Shal Pesach, Malamit Shahoyu Yisrael Mitsuyonim Sham, Koloyma Shahoyu Ambifne Yatsman, Veloynis Arvu B'Mitzrayim. And that's what Tamid Chachamim are. Tamid Chachamim are an Ambifne Yatsman. They're not. In, they're not Nisarev, and they don't intermingle together with the rest of the population. Just like the Malachim don't, and it's for that reason we refer to the Rabbanon sometimes as Malachi Asharis. The truth is that this Indian, this idea that you find that we sometimes refer to Rabbanon as Malachi Asharis, is a thing that comes up in different places. 
Ayin, just a few marmakoimas. Shabbos daf kufiyot tesam mebeis. Ayin mesechtes chagiga daf tesvava mebeis. Mesechtes maikotin daf yudzayin amaralaf. So there are a lot of marmakoimas as it relates to this inyan that. Talmidei Chachamim, Rabbonim, are like Malachi Asharis, and the Gemara said a Pashat Apshat. The reason is, the Mitzayimi Kamalachi Asharis. Malachi Asharis are different, they're an Ambithnei Yatsman, and so too Talmidei Chachamim, Rabbonim, they're also different, they're also an Ambithnei Yatsman. But the truth is, there's a Pneumius Digapshat as to why it is that Talmidei Chachamim are referred to by Chazal as being like Malachi Asharis. And again, the disclaimer is that this is above my pay grade, so I don't really understand what we're saying, but at the same time, there's a Zohar Kaddish in Parshish Bereshit, it's actually in the Hakdomas HaZohar, where the Zohar talks about this Indian that you find that Chazal referred to Talmidei Chachamim as being Malachim. Now, the context over there is real Kabbalah. And the Zayar is discussing soydos that are included in the Pasek, Yishritzu HaMayim, Sheretz Nefesh Chaya. And in those words, there are many, many soydos, and that's the, the context of what's happening in that Zayar. So just a few lines of the Zayar. Says the Zayar that, Lemile Bayraisa, when a person learns Torah, when a person is, is engrossed and he's immersed in learning Torah, what happens is, he's It's mesakin on some level his nefesh and, in, and his ruach. The kibin de barnash is asked by Raisa, because when a person learns Torah, istakan benishmesa achra kadisha. He's zoicha to some toisefes neshama. On the side of the Zayr, they bring from the Mikubalim that the Mikubalim said that the Talmud Chacham, when he learns Torah, so he's Zaycha to the Neshama Yaseira that every single Yid gets on Shabbos. So every Shabbos Yid gets a Neshama Yaseira, a Talmud Chacham that learns Torah, so in the middle of the week he could be Zaycha to a Neshama Yaseira. It's Yodua in the Chesidish Svarim that a Talmud Chacham is called Shabbos. Right? One of the names of a Talmud Chacham is Shabbos. A Talmud Chacham has a Neshama Yaseira, just like every single Yid on Shabbos has a Neshama Yaseira. So again, what exactly this means? This is what's happening in the Zayar. And then the Zayar continues. But when a person doesn't learn Torah, he doesn't get this Neshama Yaseira, meaning his Nefesh doesn't have that same Shlemus as the Nefesh that the Talmud Chacham has. This higher level of Kedusha does not preside over him. But when a person does learn Torah, when the words of Torah come out of his mouth, it's at that point that he's Zoycha to the Nefesh Chaya. So again, the Zoycha is discussing there's something called Nefesh Chaya. And Nefesh Chaya, as emerges from this piece, is some elevated level of Neshama. Yid has a Neshama. Shabbos, we know there's a Neshama Yaseira. We know there's Madregas in Neshama. So there's a Madrega called Nefesh Chaya. And how does a person get Nefesh Chaya? He gets Nefesh Chaya when he learns Torah. So when a person learns Torah, that's when he's Zoycha to this Nefesh Chaya. Once a person gets the Nefesh Chaya, says the Zoycha, he becomes like a Malach. Who are the malachim that this pasuk is describing? A pasuk in Tehillim. David Amalek said, Baruch Hashem Malachim. The malachim, they say Baruch Terebishta. Who is it referring to? It's referring to these people that are Isaac Betoira. The Ikrin Malachim Ba'ara. They're called malachim on this world. The Dawud Dechsev says, That's Pshan in the pasuk that says, Va'oif is referring to the Tzaddik that learns Torah. Ya'oifeif. He's going to be like the Malachim, Al Ha'aretz, even though he's on this world. And then the Zayr continues, and the Zayr says that in the next world, the Tzadikim are also like Malachim. Hai Bahai Alma, this is on this world. Bahu Alma, what about in the next world? Taninon, the Zamin Kutcha Berichu, Lamebado, and Gadfim. David takes all the Tzadikim and he's going to give them wings, Kenishrin, like eagles. Ulashat Bechal Alma, they're going to be able to fly in all the Ilamis. Dechsev, Koyve Hashem, Yachlifu, Koyach, Yalu, Everkan, Esharim. Vahainu, Dechsev, Vaoif, Yaoifev. Va'oifiyoifiyif is a double lashon. Alaaretz one is an oil mazeh, and the yoifiyif the second lashon is oil ma'ba. Either way, the Zayar Kaddish says that this concept that a uh, Talmud Chacham 
is sometimes referred to as a malach, as in Nidarim Davchaf Amidbeis, the Soyda Dover is because when a person learns Torah, his Neshama changes. And he's Zoycha to tap in to what's called Nefesh Chaya. Yishritzu Hamayim Sheretz Nefesh Chaya. And once the person is Zoycha to the Nefesh Chaya, then he becomes a Malach. So the Oymek Advarim is that when a person learns Torah and he's Oysik by Raisa, it changes him on a Nefesh level. And it's that newfound nefesh that he now has, that shleimus haneshama, which the Svarim compared to the neshama Yisair on Shabbos. But when a person is zoicha to that nefesh chaya, that's when his mitzias changes. And the mitzias turns him into a malach, right? Let's just get this one line again. When a person learns Torah, with the words of Torah that come out of his mouth, and once he's zoicha to that nefesh chaya, now he becomes kimalachin kadishin. Dechsev baruch Hashem malachav ilain inun the mesaskin dairaisa the ikrin malachav ba'ara. That's what it's referring to. But I think if you medayik the zayir akadish, it's not even a diik. If you just read the words of the zayir, the zayir says that when a person learns Torah, he develops a shleimus of nefesh chaya. And once he has the shleimus of nefesh chaya, he's not a regular person anymore. He just distinguished himself on a neshama digger level, on a very primitive digger level from the rest of mankind. And that's when he now becomes mitzuyonim, malami choyim mitzuyonim sham, where he becomes mamash like a malach that's distinguished, not just because he doesn't drezek with people, no, it's on a very, very deep, panemiastical level. It's on a genetic level that the malach is different. And the same thing happens to the tzaddik. The tzaddik mamish changes his whole physiology when he learns Torah because he gets a shleimus in his nefesh chaya. The man sitting next to him doesn't have that nefesh chaya. He has the nefesh chaya. And it's for that reason he's different. And that's the only katvarim that he becomes like a malach. Right? But if you look at the words of the zayar, the zayar says, V'chad ishtadu b'yiraisa. With the words of Torah that come out of his mouth, that's where he's zoicha to the nefesh It's not just the fact that the person is thinking and learning and he's horrifying and learning. It's all the Mefarshi Azariah say. means the words that come out of his mouth. When the person talks words of Torah, that's when he's zoicha to the nefesh So again, this is Lule de Mistafina. But could be. This is an oymik, an understanding of Pasuk that we've been coming back to throughout the beginning of Besachdes Nadarim. It's Rashiva Rab Aaron's Hakdom and Mishnah Rab Aaron to Besachdes Nadarim. And it's definitely one of the themes of Besachdes Nadarim. That is, Vayitzer Hashem Alekim Esa Adam, Ofer Min Adam. The Ebishter created man, he was Ofer Min Adam. Vayipach Ba'ap of Nishmas Chayim. And then the Ebishter infused man with an Eshama, Vayihi Ha'adam Lenefesh Chayim. And man became a Nefesh Chayim. Snez Targum Uncle is, what does that mean? Unafach Ba'an Poyi Nishmas Odechayim. The Ebishter gave man an Eshama, Vahavas Ba'adam Leruach Mamalala. And man got Ruach Mamalala. A Koyach Adibor. The Nefesh Chayim that Adam got was his Koyach Adibor. And that's the Chavetz Chayim in, in Shmir Saloshin. That says, you see from here that the Ruach Memalala, the Koyach Adibor, is a Koyach Ruchni. It comes from the Neshama. It's the Targum's Taich of the words Nefesh Chaya. The Aramish of the Loshna Koydish of Nefesh Chaya is the Ruach Memalala. That's what it is. Which means that when a person does an Avera with his Loshin, he's doing an Avera with an Aver Ruchni, now with an Aver Gashmi. And those are, of course, the famous words of the Chavetz Chaim. But Al Kopanim, it comes out. The Posink says, Vayi Adam Nefesh Chaya is the Ruach Memalala. Now, how do you understand this Poshit? Poshit, you understand that the Koyach Adibur is the Nefesh Chaya. So, what is the Nefesh Chaya? The Nefesh Chaya is the Koyach Adibur. So you see what a Koyach Adibur is. It's an Eva Ruchni. That's why you have to be careful. That's why Tamil Torah is connected to Kulam, because you're using the Eva Ruchni for good. And that's why Lashon Hara is connected to Kulam, because now you're using the Eva Ruchni for bad. So it has the ability to be Boino Machrib much more dramatically than does an Eva Gashmi. But if you this Zoya, there's an Oymik over here. The Oymik is that Vahiya Adam Lenefesh Chaya, the Ruach Memalala allows the person to now establish and to be zoicha to the nefesh chaya on the panemiastical level. The zoira kodesh is nefesh chaya in the pasuk of Yishetu HaMayim Sheretz nefesh chaya which is a shlemus of neshama which separates the person from the rest of mankind that's the malamich ayim it's a yonim 
And that comes through learning Torah, but not just through learning Torah. It's through saying words of Torah. The Ruach Memalala is the Nefesh Chai on the simple level. Nefesh Chai means you have a Koyach Adibar. But through that Koyach Adibar, you have the ability to learn Torah. And when you're going to learn Torah, so now you're going to be Zoycha to a Nefesh Chai, which is Mamish going to make you become like a Malach. It's going to separate you from everybody. Mamish on a Neshava level. You're someone that the whole week you can call Shabbos because you have some form of Neshama Yisera Abfil and Mitten Vach. But this is the Nefesh Chaya. The Nefesh Chaya is number one, the Kayach Hadibur on a simple level, but on a deeper level, when you use the Kayach Hadibur for the right thing, to learn Torah, so now you're Zoycha to the Nefesh Chaya. Nefesh Chaya comes through Torah, but it also comes through Dibur. Without Dibur, you're not Zoycha to the Nefesh Chaya. And that's the Targum Unkelis. The Hav the havas ba'adam l'ruach memalala. Yeah, the koyach hadibur is called nefesh chaya. That's when you learn shtayim mikravecha targin. But in the world of zoya, the nefesh chaya is the nefesh that a person gets when he uses his ruach memalala properly. And when a person takes the ruach memalala and he uses Torah, so then he's zoycha to the real nefesh chaya. So we talk a lot about the koyach hadibur. But this is what happens when a person uses the dibur properly. You know what happens when you use your dibur properly? Vayi adam l'nefesh chaya. Some man was given a koyach hadibur. Doctor Pasik. Vayi adam l'nefesh chaya. And then man took that Koyi Chadibur and he used it properly. And you know what happened? That's the Zoya's Nefesh Chaya. The Nefesh Chaya is the potential and the Nefesh Chaya is also the Maskon. That when a person uses his Ruach Mamala properly, he's Zoycha to a Nefesh Chaya. So I was just thinking with one Drush, and that is, one of the Chazals that say, that a man is like a malach is marav doim el malach Hashem tzvakus yivakish toyim ipiu vim lav al yivakish toyim ipiu. It's for sure the most famous. Chazal say the only time you should learn from somebody is if he's doim el malach Hashem tzvakus. But if he's not doim el malach Hashem tzvakus, al yivakish toyim. So what does that mean? That means that the Rebbe Mamish has to be a malach Hashem, right? To a certain tzaddikim that people you say is just giving kamenches, giving a malach. But most people are not zoycha to that. So what does it mean a marav doim el malach Hashem tzvakus? So we always say over from the Chassam Soifer. We used to always say over in the name of his Rebbe Daflo that. Uh, Flo said that we know that a malach is an oimate. A malach is born programmed to be who he's going to be. A person is a hoilech. He could be oiler, he could be yoyret. A malach is programmed, he's set. Whereas a person, he fluctuates. He can go up and down depending on what's going on. A rebbe that's concerned with his own aliyah, a rebbe who's only worried about himself. So Azazard Rebbe said Chazal. Meaning, if a Rebbe is concerned with his own Aliyah, then as our Rebbe is not good. But if the Rav is like a Malach, he's willing to be Oymate, because he doesn't care so much about his own Aliyah, as long as it's sacrificing himself for the Aliyah of his Talmidim. If he's like the Malach, who's an Oymate, the Rebbe's job is to give himself up legamri for his Talmidim. If he's like a Malach, he's willing to be Oymate, he's not thinking about his own Aliyah, that's when it's Yavakish Tayyamipiyo. Vimlav al Yavakish in other words, a Rebbe that's always teaching and teaching and teaching, he's not even learning as much as he would like to. He wants to finish all the things he wants to finish. Or he gives himself up and then says, look around Klai, so how many Rebbeim there are like that? That they mamish, they are on fast track to finish, Babli, Yerushalmi and everything, and they decide to become Rebbeim, they're learning with Bachar and whatever it is, and they mamish, they give themselves up to sit and learn with Talmidim. That's a Rav that's Toymel Malach Hashem Tzvokas. That was the Chsam Soifer's Malach. That was the Haflo's Malach. As that Rebbe that gives himself up to teach other people, that's a Rav that's Toymel but if the Rebbe is telling you, yeah, I'd rather teach a few hours a day, but like mice, I'm finishing this and I'm finishing that, that was the Ayyavakish Torah Mepiu, meaning that's the sensitivity. The sensitivity is that he's, he's a Rebbe that's constantly teaching Torah. So I was thinking that the Gemara says in Sukkot, Daf Mem Tess Pia Pascha Bechachma, the Torah's Chesed Al when a person teaches Torah, he's learning Torah. You learn Torah, But if you teach Torah, it's Torah Shal Chesed. So the Aruch Laner on that Gemara in Sukkah Mem Tess Amadeis says a beautiful Taich. He says, Somebody that learns by himself, this person doesn't have to open his mouth. He can learn quietly, or even behir. 
He doesn't have to say a word. But if you're going to teach Torah to other people, then you have to talk. Because you can't teach if you don't talk. That's When a person talks in learning, so now somebody else can have enough from it. So if somebody else can have enough from it, that's the Torah's Chesed Alashoino. So now it's going to be Takar Torah Shal Chesed. So it could be there's a panemius in the words of Chazal, Marav Hashem If a Rav is Hashem what does it mean he's Hashem The Zohar Kaddish says, then when a Tamid Chachamim Malachim, Tamid Chachamim Malachim, it's when Sadiqim don't just learn Torah, but it's when they talk in learning. It's because the oimik of why a Tamad Chacham is a Malach is because he's Zoycha to the Nefesh Chaya. He's Mitsuyonim Shom, like we said in Nagar Deshul Pesach, but it's on an Ishamadiga level. And when is he Zoycha Lahi Nefesh Chaya? It's Bahi Rechishu De Rachishba. So if a Rav is Doimel Malach Hashem Tzvakis, what does it mean? What does it mean? Oh, it means he's Pia Pascha Bechachma. It means he's not just sitting and learning by himself. But he's teaching Torah. He's a pia pascha b'chachma. Ba'hu rechishu de rochishba. Eretin learning. He's using the ruach memalada. He's being zoichet to the shleimus of ayi adam l'nefesh chayim. Oh, when it's a pia pascha b'chachma, then balkarcha, he's someone that's teaching. He's someone that's teaching. Yivakish Torah mepeyo. Then you should learn Torah from him. So the... Pshat in my rab doim l'malach Hashem tzvok is vakish doim repeat was that flaw. It's the chasam soifer. A rebbe that teaches that's the rebbe that you want to learn from because he's like malach Hashem tzvok is in the sense that what that he's willing to be anointed. But it could be there's a a pirish pinimi in these words as well, and all on the same mahalach. And that is if the rab is doim l'malach Hashem tzvok is. He's anointed, but he's doim l'malach Hashem tzvok is that he's pia pascha bechachma. If that's the case, he becomes a malach, like it says in the Akdama from the Zoyer Parshas Bereishis. Then he is the Rebbe that Yevakish Tayer Mipiu, because like the Aflo said, this is the perfect Rebbe, and this is someone that you want to learn from.